sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. excited to be back again and recording this episode kind of quickly before I go off and do the rest of my day but it's the harvest moon it's October 1st I could not miss this opportunity to record an episode on my favorite full moon of the year and I'm going to explain why it's my favorite full moon of the year and to go along with all of that today's episode is going to be a solo one and it's going to be all about my fall rituals spells manifestation some history of uh, witches in eastern europe which is connected to kind of my um, ancestry and roots because i am eastern european Um, and all the beautiful rituals and things that we can do in this fall season and a little bit more about this full moon and the other full moon that's coming. So it's a really mystical episode today. So I had to do it. I had to record. I just, I love this full moon. I mean, partly because one of my favorite songs is Harvest Moon by Neil Young. So anybody else who loves that as well, um, you get it. It is just such a great time of year. October is so beautiful. Today's full moon falls on October 1st. And the really cool thing about the harvest moon is that it's not associated with a specific month, but it is, which it usually happens in September, but it's usually associated with, or always associated with um, the autumn equinox. So it's the closest full moon to the autumn equinox. And that's why it's called the harvest moon. This is when you're going to be harvesting all of the produce and all of the things on the farm. Um, So it's this really cool moon. And I just love this time of year. I think it feels so special. It's that transition. It's the moving from the summer to the fall. And if you are in a place with different seasons, as I am here in Canada, then you know that this is the time where it gets a little bit cooler. Um, The sun goes down earlier and we're just making our way and we have this period of time before we get into the winter months. And it's a really beautiful time of year. I mean, the leaves all change and... The weather is kind of perfect. It's so it's such a beautiful time. I love it so much. And the harvest moon is such a, a symbol of this time, of the harvest, of moving into this new season, of the cooler weather. And with that, it's this different energy that we're moving into. And 
with that comes new rituals, um, new things that you'll be doing. It's a preparing for the winter months and really this time where we can, because I always find that I do more of my creative work when it is the winter months because I'm not as distracted to go outside and just spend all day in the sun. (laughs) So it's getting ready for that. It's it's like this feeling of mysticism, especially gearing up for um, Halloween season and Samhain. And with that, we have this really cool full moon happening on October 1st. Uh, it's called the blue moon because it's two moons in the same month. So we have two full moons in a month. So you call that kind of phenomenon the blue moon. It doesn't happen that often. And we have that with this one because we have the harvest moon today, October 1st. And then we have the full moon on October 31st, um, which is so cool because both of those feel so mysterious and mystic and cosmic. And I really feel like this is a time, especially with everything going on in the world, where we need to get back to our soul callings where we need to start listening to our intuition more get grounded into the healing powers of nature and the earth and connect with our ancestors and connect with our soul family because there's so many transitions and so much polarization happening in the planet right now that getting back to our own sovereignty sovereign sovereign (laughs) sovereignty I don't know if that's a word but our own, um, just our own sense of who we are and connecting to our individual intuition is such a beautiful thing, so needed. I don't know if anyone's watched the documentary, The Social Dilemma, very different topic here, but um, it was such an eye-opener such an indication of how so much news fake news is spread how we need to be super discerning on the information that we take in what we take into our bodies Um, and I always say you have to go back to your own self and what you feel to be true and that comes through connection to our planet to our to nature and to get that wisdom from nature to start to discern um read as much as you possibly can don't just go by one source really look into everything and I think that that's a good thing to do before you share information before you share anything out there even for me doing a podcast sharing this information um even take that and like do more research on that with things that I say here because it's always through someone's lens and I think we need to be in a time of discernment and hold truth true to our own intuitive knowings and our own knowledge and that's just going to make us more more powerful grounded beings that can help propel the planet to where it should be and become more like light workers and really use our voice in a powerful beautiful way um, to spread love to raise the vibration on this planet Anyways, I'm going to go, I'm going to stop with this tangent, but I think it is really important that we take all the information that we get on a daily basis because we are bombarded with so much information and take that, um, 
and really consider everything do your own research really look into everything that is being shared at this time come up with your own knowings and talk to people and be open to hearing other perspectives and other people's voices um we really need that connection we need to really bridge that gap of polarity and um all the differences that are happening right now and we need to come back to this place of unity because that's when we're going to move forward and i think it's good to have strong opinions and be passionate i mean we are in the harvest moon and this moon is in the sign of aries that is the passionate warrior like passion and leadership those are qualities associated with aries so what are you passionate about what does um fuel your fire it's a really fiery sign so remember that going into tonight's full moon that we are in this uh energy of uh passion and this like fiery energy and we can use that to our advantage i know sometimes that there's a lot of um astrology reports that kind of have negative connotations sometimes i just read that with a grain of salt because i always loved i mean i'm the internal eternal optimist and i always want to look at things through a really beautiful lens and how can this empower us and how can um we take this information and turn it into something that is beneficial for us you know sometimes it is we need to let go of certain things just to move forward and become a more expanded being and and know our worth and and really go forward with confidence and our own independence Um, but it's so important to look at things through the positivity through love there's there's enough negativity out there you know so let's um let's always bring that back to how can we turn this into something good how can we envision our lives in a positive way and keep that within ourselves and that is a really huge part of manifestation process and creating the world that we want to see around us um so yeah it's not about ignoring the reality of things but it's really about taking that using it for empowerment and switching it changing the narrative to what you do want to see what vision do you want to hold for yourself for your life how can we bring more love into the spaces that we're in so i think that's such an important thing to know so yeah today's a harvest moon i'm so excited and i'm going to give you some rituals that you can do today and leading up to the next full moon which is on october 31st halloween um that full moon's going to be in taurus uh taurus is uh well taurus is my north node so i've been learning a little bit more about the sign of taurus but it really wants to be about around beautiful things and create a really cozy lovely home uh it's about grounding it's an earth energy it's connecting to the earth so i think that it is a really beautiful place to have on that October 31st. Some people believe, you know, that's a New Year's for them if you follow that uh, that tradition, the Samhain tradition. And it's that getting back to nature, the grounding, connecting to our natural elements. We can find all of our healing through the plants, through our, our planet. And the more that we can connect to the planet, the more that we can 
uh, feel the appreciation and want to protect because right now we are in a place in our world where we're depleting too much from our earth and it is giving us this pushback so how can we show reverence how can we really um, work with the natural rhythms of the planet and really care for our mother earth and ground into it um, and pay our respects like we get so much from the planet we get so much wisdom so much knowledge especially if you're connecting to certain plants um, maybe through ritual maybe through um, herbalism or different teas or tinctures we can get so much beautiful healing energy from the plants and from everything around us so how can we give back to that and say thank you and reciprocate that we are in this planet of you know reciprocity and and kind of that balance and the give and take which is perfect for our libra season so the taurus so for that full moon um really creating kind of like a ritualistic beautiful night where you're using plants and ritual and you're grounding maybe you're going out to look at the full moon um, and you're really creating an atmosphere that is beautiful Taurus loves to be around beautiful things and have uh, you know just lovely things around them so how can you create an altar that brings in all of that beauty and set a ritual up that is really inviting and beautiful and, and makes you feel good in that moment and creates that space so that's coming up but in the meantime from this full moon to the next full moon there is some rituals that you can do that take place through the full moon phase and I love doing rituals from moon phase to moon phase whether that be the full moon to the full moon the new moon to the new moon whatever moon that you decide to start with it's a really nice practice to do something for 30 days or however long it is and it's that repetition that can start to get imprinted into your energetic field your um, vibrational field and then the more we intend on something and if we're practicing it on a daily basis and it will be something simple I'm going to tell you a little bit more about um, the simple rituals that you can do from moon phase to moon phase but it really starts to feel like your reality when you are in that repetitive um, state of proclaiming something every single night or lighting a candle every single night it's a, just a really beautiful ritual that shows our patience with some of these intentions and knowing that sometimes things take time or there are seasons or there's divine timing for things and it's really kind of putting in the work saying okay I'm going to devote myself I'm going to be devotional in this ritual because it's something that I really cherish and want to come to fruition and I really love that like I mean some rituals are all about you do it in one night and it's great and you forget about it and the act of even forgetting about it is really powerful because it's saying to the universe I know it's already here it's an existence I don't need to think about it anymore but sometimes other rituals are really good when you have that devotional practice you are showing your ancestors your guides um, your whole spiritual team that this is something that you are you know patiently going to be putting in the work and 
really devoting yourself to in a loving way and I love all kinds of rituals but yeah we're going to talk a little bit about the full moon or the full moon phase rituals new moon phase rituals today because that's something that we can do over all of October in this really mystical season where it's really about connecting to spirit connecting to soul again and there's no better time than right now and um it just feels like that in the in the energy and in society so it's a really cool time to do that now um there is something really cool about the harvest moon so according to astronomy author guy outwell i'm not saying his name right but it's okay the idea of the harvest moon originated in europe Um, with the average latitude about 50 degrees north, where the harvest moon rises only 10 to 20 minutes later each night. It must have seemed a boon that just when the days were getting rapidly shorter and the sun seemed to go down all too soon, the harvest moon arrived to extend the hours that harvesting could be done. So that's a really cool, interesting fact of why it originated that way. And it was just to help the harvest season and so that farmers can continue bringing in the harvest which is really nice so um let's get into what some of these rituals may be and we are in this time where we have to remember that we are we are the creators of our reality you know we can really shift things we can really um sow the seeds and create our dreams and really bring in the beautiful things that we want And that's a really powerful thing. And I think that this is the time where we can practice that and we can honor that and hone that craft. It really happens on an inside level. The more that we shift internally, you know, getting rid of limiting beliefs, uh, really shifting and believing in ourselves, finding love for ourselves, really focusing on the intentions of what we want to see in our reality it just brings more of that when we shift on the internal we shift on the external so it always comes from the inside out so the rituals last for the full moon phase you begin by writing down what you want to release so this is what i call a letting go ceremony or releasing ritual so this is something where um if it's no longer serving you or you know that it's something that is maybe blocking you from your manifestations from things that you want to call in we're going to release it so for this releasing ritual we start on that full moon the full moon is a really beautiful perfect time for that release especially in this harvest moon as we're preparing to go into the winter seasons so this is a time where you could just write down something maybe in your notebook I like to do it on a piece of paper and then burn the paper so it really is the act of releasing the act of letting go burning the intention I always say words are really powerful so when you write down something a word holds that vibrational meaning and you can just burn it and let it go but something I wanted to add on to this releasing ritual is I think that we need to thank whatever it is that came into our life that shifted us that taught us something that really expanded our our worlds and 
that is the way that we can shift it into the positive and it can be an experience. We're always just, you know, the observers of these experiences. So how can we see this as, even if it feels like a negative thing, something that expanded us, that made us stronger, that made us realize something, you know? So writing down something and then thanking it for coming into our lives, thanking it for showing up, thanking it for shifting us into something greater. I know in this time an example could be a lot of people who have lost their jobs or um, are laid off, you know, had to switch focus. Maybe you own a beautiful restaurant and you had to kind of close your doors. But what can we shift in this moment? How can we get creative and start to do something different and use this as a catalyst to create something completely New. I was watching um, a little preview of something that's going to be on the Magnolia Network. I don't know if anyone's like a Chip and Joanna Gaines fan, but I'm a super fan. <laughs> I love Fixer Upper and everything that they're creating. I think that they're master manifestors. I mean, everything that they've created in their Waco, Texas is amazing. But uh, they were interviewing a woman that owns this restaurant in Maine called the lost kitchen Maine. Oh, i've been wanting to go there for so long i think it'd be so beautiful in the fall but that's a side note so she owns this really cool restaurant in the little preview that i saw it, it seemed like you had to write in a postcard to get a reservation which is so interesting and amazing but because she's had to shift her focus during this time and, and kind of close her doors she got really creative so what she started to do is offer um she linked up with the local farmers and offered this like farmer's market pickup system where cars would just come in. You would pick up, you would order your produce online from her and then they, your car would roll up and you would just put it in your car and have this amazing uh, food from the farmers. So that was something that she did. Started offering these really beautiful, interesting outdoor restaurant experiences where she would set up all these lights and make it really beautiful and um and just coming up with so many cool creative things like if we're presented with a challenge how can we redirect it how can we transform it into something new even with Topanga Moon I had to stop doing my in-person moon ritual ceremonies which was such a beautiful thing but I really and I didn't want to continue them online where I know some people are continuing those kinds of rituals online I for me I really love the like in-person energetics of what it felt like to be in the room together and to share with one another and just like that in-person feeling I didn't want to lose but what it's kind of it's transitioned me into really focusing on the podcast expanding that more and expanding my candles and creating more candles with different rituals so that you can in a tangible way purchase one of the candles that I have comes with a little ritual card and start to practice rituals on your own maybe even with your own little bubble of people start to do different rituals so I am coming out with three new candles which I'm super excited about so I'll tell you a little bit about them uh, I've 
come up with kind of themes for these candles. I wanted them to really represent who I am, the things that I love, the things that I love to create rituals around, and they all hold a special meaning for me. So I'm going to be launching them next week, but I want to tell you a little bit about them because I think that they're so special and cool. So I do have my normal candles, my love ritual candle, my abundance ritual candle, and full moon and new moon, and those will always be available to purchase, and you can use those rituals. So those will always be there, but I've come out with, or coming out with three new candles is the first time I'm talking about it. So the first one is Folk Romance, and this is a super special candle to me. I feel like in this season, I've really... um had a lot of romance and beautiful experiences happening to me in that kind of realm and this idea of of folk and folklore and going back to your roots and it just brings up visions of being in a cabin um having a beautiful wood-burning stove going in a fire and the changing of the season, the fall mystical elements, going for a walk in the beautiful woods when all the leaves have changed and really that essence of, of what a folk romance would be, you know, playing really cool folk records and being with, you know, a love or cultivating that love for yourself so that you can bring in that love that you're you know wanting to connect with all of those feelings of that romantic time um in fall and romance with somebody else romance with yourself with the element of folk so i really love it it's gonna be like a woodsy romantic smell and there'll be a really cool ritual it's gonna be I will be talking about this ritual today, actually, and it's going to be one of the the full moon phases ritual. So it'll be like from one moon phase to the next moon phase. So that's a really cool one. And then we have Neon Moon, and I love this one. I was kind of inspired by like a Casey Musgrave song that she did, and it really represents all of my time traveling in the desert. I went to Nevada last uh, January during New Year's and there's this like really cool vibe when you're there and we drove through Las Vegas so neon moon is like the neon lights uh, cowboy bars um, all of that kind of stuff traveling through the desert all the colors the really cool pastel sunsets and it's like if you've rolled up at some like cool side of the road desert cowboy bar and there's this like epic band playing and you're having a beer and it's just like this fun like desert experience. So that's Neon Moon and I'm going to have some cool new glass glitter that I'm like playing with. So I'm excited about that one. That's kind of like my desert candle. Um, so that'll be definitely like a sunset ritual. And then we have Mystic River. So Mystic River is really the the like watery, beautiful, flowy um, experience. River is such a powerful name for me. It has a lot of symbolism. I talk frequently about the script that I'm writing and River is a character in it. And now River has become such an important name to me. And I love the elements of water and that connection to water. 
So Mystic River was just um, something that just came to me and I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect. It also feels like it represents fall and this mystical time. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. It's going to be with blue glass glitter and kind of like a woodsy, but some other elements in there with essential oils. So, uh, I'll definitely share that when I have it all done, but those are the candles that are coming out. So I want to talk about, uh, the folk romance and what it represents and how you can do the ritual for this next month. So it's all about creating more love in your life. And what I found is when you really cultivate love within yourself and really love being with yourself, that's when you can become more magnetic and really call in a partner if that is what you choose. But it's not even about seeking that partner. It's about creating that partnership for yourself and using this time to really love hanging out with yourself. So that's what folk romance is. It's like, let's put on some records. Let's let's uh, make a beautiful meal and have some wine and just really love our own company and enjoy these uh, these nights right now in this mystical time of fall. So this ritual involves creating a sacred space and a romantic night for yourself. So I want you to play some records, light some candles, order food in, make an amazing dinner for yourself. This would be great to start tonight because it is the harvest moon. So it can kind of be like a little celebration. And the whole night is about creating that sacred space for you. So what does that mean for you? How do you love to create sacred space? Maybe it's like taking a bath. Maybe it's um, just watching your favorite movie that makes you feel all lovey and romantic. Um, You can... something I love to do in the fall is like open up the windows hear that wind maybe it's raining really feel that kind of fall wind and energy come through your space with candles everywhere turn off the lights make it really atmospheric put on your favorite outfit Um, I love drinking wine so have some wine an incredible meal put on music that makes you feel really good and have a beautiful night for yourself and this could be a moment where you are envisioning it with somebody else and you can hold that vision really feel like what it would be like to share that with somebody else if that is something that you do choose so this will also so this will help you feel like you know that lover is on its way if that's something that you are intending for this season and know that divine timing is always at play the universe wants to always support you the universe is a friendly place it wants you to have what you want so create that space how would it feel to have that person with you what would you be doing do all those things but really enjoy it for yourself i think that's the really important thing when you're having fun and when you're like lit up by life that's when you're the most magnetic When you're not caring, when you're not looking, when you are just being your authentic self, really feeling like you can show up in your authentic way, that's when all the things kind of rush in. You don't have to do anything. Like that's the magic of manifestation. When you're just excited about life, super happy, 
having fun. Having fun is like the most essential key to this manifestation process. And when you aren't thinking about it, when you let go of the attachment of the hold, um, a really good book to read about this, especially if you're trying to cultivate love, is The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. I love that book. I love the messaging of it. And it really goes back to that same thing of like um, being in love with your life and bringing out all of that and sharing that with people and letting people see that. And really, that's when you're going to call in somebody that's aligned with you aligned with your specific um, soul and your specific desires that's when life gets really exciting and there's always more and there's always you know we have this expansive abundant universe there's always more no matter what happens even if we have challenges even if we have go through you know breakups or things like that there's there's always something more waiting for us in that unknown so have fun with it so with this ritual um starting on a full moon create that beautiful intentional night and then every single night light that candle that's all you got to do is light a candle every single night and then blow it out hold that vision until the next full moon but you've already set the stage for it and every single night when you light that candle it's going to be that reminder it's going to be that imprint onto your subconscious and your soul and it's like call it's like lighting that way for whatever it is that you want to call in whether or not even if it's not a partner it could be really anything and it's just that simple act of lighting that candle every single day maybe saying a little prayer saying a little ritual I really do think that prayer is super important we can do rituals in so many ways but I've included prayer a lot more this summer especially calling in your ancestors so your ancestors are connected to you in a really strong way and they want to help you and they're always there to guide you even if you don't know your ancestors I have a grandmother that I feel really connected to and I've been praying to her a lot this summer and she, I was named after her. Um, I've never met her because she died before I was born. And um, she lived her whole life in Croatia. And she, I hear, I've heard some stories about her that we are very similar, uh, that she was really creative, that she was really loving, and that we look similar um, and we share the same name. So she's the one that I've been calling in and talking to. And just really my kind of support on the other side. And it's been beautiful. It's been really transformative connecting with your ancestors. It really is a powerful force when it comes to ritual. And for me, I did that through prayer. So yeah, even if you do have a strong, you know, religious connection, if you're associated with something like that, prayer is a form of ritual. Just name something different. So prayer is really powerful. It is our intentions. It's what we intend. It's how we connect. It's how we, you know, ask for the things we want. Thank, you know, the most powerful prayer is, is thanking for what we have. You know, lately my prayers have been just thank you. Thank you for all the beautiful blessings that have come, you know, to me this summer and this fall. So it's been really nice to include prayer into 
into the rituals that I'm doing. So I'm going to continue to do prayer, create my altars, do my moon phase to moon phase rituals. There's a lot of things. Another really lovely ritual that I love to do, especially at this time, is my sunset ritual. So this is something where I feel really connected to the sunset. Maybe you love the sunrises, so you can do that during a sunrise. But it's the simple act of going out in the evening, taking a walk through nature, and bringing an offering during sunset. So if there's an intention that you're really holding right now, something that you want to cultivate, pick a night. It can be any night. It doesn't have to fall on a specific moon and you just go out into your favorite place in nature, bring a flower offering, bring something that you can give to the earth that's not, you know, that can easily decompose into the earth. So I like to do flowers because they're really beautiful and they represent so much. So I do a flower ritual offering. I just close my eyes. I think of that intention. I visualize it. I give my offering and then I thank Mother Nature and I thank the universe for bringing that to me and feel like it's already arrived. And then I watch the sunset and I think that's the powerful key to this ritual of connecting to the sun energy. There's so much energy and beautiful healing power that we get from the sun. So as we watch the sunset, we are connecting to that powerful source and we are just you know, it's sun gazing, it's sun, um, it's like this offering, it's this beautiful connection that we have to that time of day. And it's a really powerful ritual that you can do. So I do want to talk a little bit about kind of where rituals came from. Where did spells come from? Where did this all start? Um, through my connection to my Eastern European heritage. So... The tales of European witches date back before the Middle Ages. This began the idea of folk healers and folk magic. This folk magic was popularized in Eastern Europe in a major part of the culture which gave birth to ritual and traditions by this certain group of followers, or as we like to call them, the coven. And with this folk herbalism from this region, the magic we find in tinctures, potions, home remedy, remedies for ailments, and all kinds of handmade creations. With the idea that you can use the land and the connection to the spirit world to heal your body and be your own mystic. These witches held power and were amazing healers, and for this reason, the term witch was made into something evil to diminish their light and power. We are in a time where the world and this term is resurfacing and being transformed into good. We can be our own healers and we can use the magic we create for light and the highest intention for all. There was another mystical figure in this time called Zlata Baba or the golden hag. She was a popular force governing the polarity and the balance in life, which is perfect for this Libra season. Stern but respected for her wisdom, she spoke to the truth. The Zlata Baba, with her golden rays, had the power of alchemy, revealing the truth and showing both sides. So you can call on your answers, ancestors or the figures like Zlata Baba in ritual and in prayer. So Zlata Baba comes from, um, I guess it's an Eastern European, but mainly from the region of Slovenia. 
And I really love that connection because, you know, I am Croatian and I love to know where do my ancestors come from? What is my connection to uh, folk herbalism, witchcraft, those early beginnings? I think it's so powerful to know that I've come from those lineages. Um, Maybe that's why I have such an interest in all of this and moon phases and I've been... I've been really fascinated with the with the history, with the the folk tales and getting more into that and I am going to talk more about that in future podcast episodes. So a little bit more facts about witches in Europe as we go into this mystical season. So by the end of the 1600s, witch hunting hysteria reached the peak and thousands were arrested and brought in for investigation. Any suspicious mole, birthmark, or wart was enough evidence to receive a death sentence. When the period ended at about the beginning of the 18th century, an estimated 60,000 in Europe had been killed as witches. Now that's a really powerful statistic if you think about it this like um there was like that dominance of the patriarchy and that's why i think we have this really beautiful resurgence of witchcraft and and witches and and it's really just that um connection again to herbalism and and being your own healer and being able to heal with plants and and being self-sovereign especially as women and holding so much power as women you know we do we give life we give birth we can create life and that is such a powerful powerful thing that our bodies can do so we are powerful healers and to remember that um so the resurgence of the interest in witches began in 1921 when archaeologist margaret murray wrote a book about witches in europe and claimed they were a dominant religious force The name Wicca, the religion which is named after an Anglo-Saxon term for craft of the wise, circles back to the ancient practices that use herbs and other natural elements to promote healing, harmony, love, and wisdom, and following the tenet of harm none. I think that's such a beautiful thing, like witches were actually our modern day herbalists. So the herbalists that we have, and we have this like really cool resurgence of herbalism and herbal magic and connecting to nature we can use urban ritual we can be our own healers create the life that we want to see become powerful manifestors use alchemy just like zata baba and it's such a powerful place for us to be so finally i want to end with um the herb that i'm really feeling right now something that you can use in your rituals especially for this fall season and it's mugwort so mugwort was held as sacred by various cultures and thought to be the oldest of plants it was believed to be a plant that offered protection to humans so i think that's such an important time right now to use that to use mugwort uh, if you feel called to especially in tea Um, It was once common to hang a sprig of mugwort over the doorway or to burn it as incense to keep illness and evil spirits away from the home. So its botanical name Artemisia refers to the goddess Artemis, hinting at its divine origins. So named after the lunar goddess of childbearing and the wilderness, mugwort is steeped in much folklore about its healing virtues. It has traditionally held a powerful affiliation with the moon and was considered to be a prime herb for women. 
and has been used to soothe and pain the pain of childbirth as well as monthly menstrual cramping so also going into using the moon phases for your menstrual cycle and that connection and then also bringing in mugwort for those ritualistic practices so herbalist matthew wood says that mugwort will restore the injured female nature um As for stimulating properties, mugwort is well known for its ability to impart vivid dreams and to promote creative meditation. Many people will find that simply drinking a cup of mugwort tea before bed will have a marked effect on their dreams. Um, There's this herbalist, Judith Berger, that says this about mugwort. It strengthens our ability to absorb intuitive information as we perceive an aspect of sharpness in our interaction with the complex top side world. So I think mugwort is a really special and beautiful herb that we can use at this time. Strengthen our own intuition, be self-sovereign, despite the craziness that is happening at this time, to bring in more love and to bring in more of that intuitive power to become our own healers. So... I hope you enjoyed this episode about fall rituals, connecting to your ancestors, the history of, you know, Eastern European witchcraft, and all of the beautiful things that you can bring in and be your own manifester and bring in that alchemy for this beautiful season. So I hope you have a beautiful harvest moon. Happy Harvest Moon, and I will talk to you all soon.